Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Great Northeast BJJ Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 10. Part 2 of the BJJ Globetrotters USA Camp episodes. This one's like a family reunion. Last year, I sat down with these guys. Um, This year, they were all back except Ali Geddes. Uh, We'll have to track him down somewhere, wherever he is. But we had Hillary and Nelson from Inverted Gear, Matt Kirtley from Artichoke Media, Eric Bydark from Takedown Nation, and a special guest appearance from Brad Wolfson, Soulcraft BJJ. Pretty much, we just sat down and caught up on uh, what everybody's been up to and all the different projects they got going on. And um, I got to talk to these guys about Sambo. <laughs> But these guys are up to a lot of cool stuff, so make sure you check out this episode and then find out what they're up to. A lot of cool videos. Um, as always, brought to you by TortugaSoap.com, the best soap in the world. Make sure you guys check out BJJPrehab.com as well. It's a new site to help with preventing and treating injuries from grappling. www.BJJPrehab.com bjjprehab.com and also black belts for butterflies they're holding the west coast fundraiser in san jose california july 22nd and 23rd um they're they're an organization devoted to promoting awareness and acceptance for autism you can find out more information on those guys at bb4bf.org hope you guys are all enjoying the episodes thank you guys for listening peace Hey guys, welcome back to the Great Northeast BJJ Podcast. We are in BJJ Globetrotters Camp, USA Camp 2017, somewhere in Maine. Alumni um, Hall. Alumni Hall in Camp Manitou, Oakland, Maine. Um, we're back doing a, uh, it's like a sequel here. I did a podcast with these guys last year at the New Hampshire camp. I came up and I said, Brad, I want to do a podcast with some people and he introduced me to these guys. Um, we sat down, and now we're back this year. We're only missing uh, we're missing two guys, Ollie Geddes and uh, Eric. And Eric Bydar. Hey, but we'll find Eric. Um, yeah, Ollie's a world's competing. Eric's on a spirit journey. Hold it down, something. yeah. Eric's on a vision quest. Right? He's in a vision quest. He, he was watching that last night, got all pumped up. You guys watch Vision <laughs> Quest? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we're here with Brad Wilson from Soulcraft BJJ. Yo. Hey. We're here with Nelson Puentes from Inverted Gear. Matt, I can't remember your last name, but the Aesopian BJJ. That's all you know. That's it. And Hillary Puentes from um, Inverted Gear as well. Yeah. So, what's up, guys? You guys have been, like, I know you two guys have been on, like, a travel um, tear. Yeah, this is uh, this is the last stop on the, on the Panda Tour. Uh, we're we getting a break. Uh, last two months, specifically, we've been... Like nonstop, uh, we, we did the camp in Mexico with Brad. When was that? Like in April, ago? yeah. In April, and then we were home for four days before going to some bars to meet meet up with Christian. And then from some bars, we went home for two weeks and came up here. So I had barely seen my couch. How was Australia? Yeah. <laughs> also, we've been to Austria, Norway, 
Australia, Costa Rica, Mexico wow. before that. So it's it's been a year full of adventure. How was the camp in Mexico? Oh, it was great. I ate so many tacos. We had a lot of tacos and uh, really nice, nice uh, kind of good mix of people, like some Globetrotter guys and some just people from my academy and just some random like local guys from there, some guys from Mexico City. And, yeah. Where is it? Good mix of instructors. Uh, Puerto Escondido. It's like beautiful, Pacific coast. beautiful outdoor academy. Yeah, gorgeous. Like training areas, like in my friend's parents' backyard, <laughs> and they have this like crazy, you know, amazing, like mat area that's got like a little. I don't know. His parents originally designed it as like a like a party building or something. So it's just like covered, and there's like bathrooms in there. It's and it like overlooks the water. It's pretty. A fridge stacked full of coconuts. Yeah, fridge of cold coconuts for after training with like a machete and just yeah. chop the coconuts. No one lost fingers. So they good. were at close calls. Yeah, People with machete skills need to go out before they're allowed to touch it next year. We're going to have a certification <laughs> course. I'm getting better, but I still, the local guys were like, no, they're giving me pointers on how to. Well, it's not the guy with the machete, it's the guy who's holding the coconut, right? Yeah. No, 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 you hold your coconut. I think people figured that out pretty quickly. Yeah. How many fingers were lost in this? Uh, there were there were a few close calls. None, but yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, as it got dark, it got to be a little more challenging. But <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah, feel camp, like, camp was great. I feel like we got to do a road trip to this camp next yes. year to Mexico. Yeah, dude. I hope you guys all come next year and uh, we got to do it. Yeah, we're gonna we're shooting for early April next year. We're just checking like the dates for. So there's this ho- the Easter holiday week in mm-hmm. Mexico is a base called Huge. Semana Santa. It's like a big holiday, and uh, so we just got to make sure that it doesn't. Coincide. coincide with that because everything's like booked up and super busy there so and it's cool because you go visit and all the locals are like you came to the real Mexico you're not in a, one of the resort towns right and it's super cool beautiful beaches yeah. beautiful people we got to stay in like this really crazy house that uh, my friend who lives there Adrian he was yep. a he's building houses so he had built this house for like to, to, to rent out and we got to stay in it so yeah, like pretty, four bungalows. Pretty amazing house. Common area, giant kitchen. We had like a Mexican family that was like taking care of the building and like, you know, cooking us food every day. So we getting fresh fish from the market and onions and cilantro. And she was making like yeah. ceviche from scratch every day. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty wild. Um, yeah. Cool. yeah. The live, one of the live, it was like Friday night or Saturday night. Uh, Eric and I dug a hole. Uh, made a, got a six feet of fence and made a grill. Oh, you're killing me. And roasted, made, roasted three, yeah, you did three it. suckling pigs. Right on the top. Four yeah. chickens. We're so coming. Mexican jams for the, for the vegans. It was cool. We're yeah. coming. It was, a good, it was a good week. So, yeah, definitely next time. BJJinparadise.com. All right. It is, uh, seriously, BJJinparadise.com. Yep, yeah, so that's we should have everything up to date probably in the next couple yeah. weeks. To, is that that's specific for Mexico? That's the camp, yep. Gotcha. That's it for the camp, yep. I'm just thinking about show notes. Pan Ams. Show notes. Not around I was pan just Ams, thinking about obviously. roasted um, pig. Yeah, yeah well, you can you can think about competition and having fun at the same time. Right. What the, do you guys even remember what your where you live looks like? You guys yes. haven't been home in a while, right? I mean. Yes. No. We well, we were just there for like you said, like two weeks. We uh, got to spend um, the memorial holiday at home and actually had some friends over. Broke out my smoker. Right. Oh, I think Hillary, I saw that. Hillary got me a green egg like a year yeah, ago. Cool. And like, it's been like sitting in the garage. I'm like, oh, come on. I got to do something. It's been like so cold and nasty. Mm-hmm. So finally it was like, it was like actually raining. I was like, I don't care. I'm getting up at 5 a.m. throwing this brisket in there. Nice. I always uh, want, I want one of those. And every time I go in the store, I'm like, oh, I 
can't pull the trigger. It's like so much money. <laughs> uh, How long does it take? It's it an looks, investment. It looks crazy though. Yeah. Uh, and it's, the one it's I so did, much better than seeing him struggle over the last smoker we had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, really had, I had like a cheap one and I kept losing keys. So I had to like keep lighting coals. Like the the green egg is so good. But yeah, I did a eight pound brisket. It took about ten hours. Yeah, nice work. Yeah. And it was like I was cutting. It, it was like butter. It was like <laughs> nice. It's delicious. Matt, what have you been up to, man? Specifically, uh, food wise. Yeah, yeah like, what have you been cooking? <laughs> what have you been eating? What an interesting question. What did I cook? I made. What's what's? I don't know. I make a bunch of stuff. I made nothing fancy. I made blueberry and <laughs> banana pancakes. That was the last thing. That's I did. good. Well, last year you were just dipping your toes in the vegan thing. Yeah, so I've been having to figure out all the ways you substitute recipes to not use eggs and not use cheese and not use dairy milk. And so uh, I made a like a, a lasagna where the cheese is um, cashews. You soak them and then you uh, put them through a food processor with basil and stuff. And it pretty much tastes like ricotta. <laughs> and uh, just stuff like that. Just cook a lot. I don't. I just grab recipes and people ask if I'm like, good at cooking. It's like I can follow instructions and measure stuff, so I guess that counts. So the, like the first time Hillary cooked with me, she's like, you're not measuring? I'm like, no. Why would you measure? <laughs> Takes all the fun out of it. Yeah, you're just throwing stuff in a pan. So you, what is it like to explain? Because I'm, I'm, I'm the worst dietary person in the whole podcast. Like, so vegan is no, no, nothing from an animal. So Nothing at all, right? Um, not even honey. Not even, not even honey. honey. No eggs. No dairy. No fish. Um, so it's plants. Is it for like health reasons, or is it for like philosophical reasons? Uh, initially, or? it was just because like it ended up being more more for ethical reasons. But initially, it was just like I would eat a steak and feel like crap. I would eat a burger and just feel yeah. like ooh, why did I eat that? And so I was cutting that out anyway, just because I didn't. I just decided to only eat things that made me feel good. And but I was still eating like cheese and milk and all that. But then, um, but me and my wife just uh, we have a lot of vegan friends, and just talking with them, reading about it, and um, thinking about welfare of animals and uh, effects on the environment for a lot of like industrialized farming, and just. Went to see if we could. We just kept cutting things out, and then also it helps that my wife is has like allergies to eggs and dairy. So it's vegetarian, mice, eggs, and dairy. Mm-hmm. Pretty much vegan. So all those combined, and then yeah, it's been fine. People always ask me to feel healthier. It's about the same. I didn't gain or lose weight. Uh, I think you got leaner though. Probably. You got some baby fat on you. It's all gone. It's all gone. Um. Oh, I'm just getting. I, I just get. I'm getting skinnier, skinnier as I get older. Like my face is getting more and more gaunt. <laughs> my grown. My grown. My grown. Yeah, that's my actual name. Everyone knows me as a Aesopian, but at my gym, I was always my grown, which is basically my instructor forgetting my name. <laughs> he's calling me. But that happens at every gym. Right. Yeah. So he's like, my grown, my grown. My grown. It just means like, hey, skinny, skinny. He's slim. My <laughs> That'd be like the little. I'm the. I'm the own. Oh, yeah, the Jonas oh, is little skinny. He, he the Jonas. So I'm the senior Magro. So I'm the Magron. Oh, okay. And then he's you. the Magrino. He's like another camper. Has like a similar build to man. He's a little bit taller. He's like Danish kid. He's uh, Christian Groger's Padawan. He's been training with Christians. He's, he was ten years old. He's wow. twenty now. Uh huh. He's here at this camp. Yeah. 
he just came. He he's actually been traveling with Christian for like three weeks now. Because he was a uh, he stayed with him in uh, some Bart's for like two and a half weeks. Came to the states and I was up here. I think his body type is Gibbon. Yeah, like, like ectomorph, endomorph, Ect- right? Mesomorph, Gibbon, Gibbon, Gibbon. And I think my favorite moment of the camp is that he's like the first time in the United States. Uh, he found one of the one of Brad's friends who lives in New York and asked him if people in New York were nice. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer was yes. Of He's course like, they yeah, are. Hell no, hell no, bro. Wrong with you? Was the answer. <laughs> it's New York. Nobody's nice. So Brad just opened, uh, just moved into a new academy. Yeah, man. How'd that go? Ah, it's good. It's been a little hectic, but uh, I think we're eighty percent in there, and uh, everyone seems to be happy that the bathrooms are clean and it's bright. He's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So. You have a great yeah. sign up in that academy. Oh, Jesus, yeah. George! It's a, it's a beautiful sign. The sign? You don't have to be oh, doing this sign. now. Yeah, that's right. It's all good. No, yeah, no. Oh, I, mean, I, rep, I rep the soap. That's my favorite soap. But uh, I'm not doing that because you guys are my friends. Yeah, Brad had. I use that soap on the daily. Yeah, that pre-camp open mat. How many people even showed up? Yeah, we had a nice open mat Tuesday night. I think we probably had about forty something people on the mat. So mix of like guys, like local guys and. People kind of coming up. We had a few guys stay in the gym, so it was kind of cool. Was that? But yeah, the new place is good. It's it's been a little crazy since I got back from Mexico because I literally like the next day we started moving, and uh, that's pretty much all I've been doing like 16 hours a day for three weeks. I'm just trying to get that place up and running. And I'm kind of poor, so if anyone wants to send donations, <laughs> a, you got GoFundMe. There'll be a GoFundMe for my the gym <laughs> expenses. Link in the description. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that stuff always looks easier than it is, right? You know, you go, oh, you just move the mats in, you'd be all set, right? Yeah, no, it wasn't that. How close do you feel like you're you're done with that? Uh, probably 70, 80% done. Oh, we have fantastic. a few more things to put up and, you know, I got some tchotchkes to put up on the walls and shit, but yeah, we're, uh, we're in pretty good shape. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of work, man. It was like, so I took my mats basically and uh, my mats were kind of getting a little chewed up and the tape was starting to get a little chewed up so we I, I bought a tarp to cover the mats so I actually had to like frame all the mats in and you know measure everything and then stretch the tarp and get velcro over the two by four it was like yeah so it was kind of a production and uh give a shout out to my, my friend Andrew Waller one of our, my students who uh man that guy's like a construction wizard and he kind of just volunteered like the last two weeks of his life to to help us put the place together so if it wasn't for him I would have been I'd still be everything would be in boxes and nothing would be uh, built. So how many stripes have you got? Yeah, he got uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he got an instant instant promotion for that. It's a construction black belt. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, no, it's been good though. Yeah, so I think it's I think it's going to be a good move. I'm excited about it, and it's nice to have a, a nice place to train. So, so ever since I met you guys, I've been stalking you all on the Inverted Gear blog, mm-hmm. and I love it. It's been great. Like you guys all write some awesome stuff. All of us? All, uh, yeah, uh, every yeah, <laughs> like. I am the designer, I am the visual. Hilary's like, words are hard. Words we gotta, we gotta like, hard. corner her every three months, like, yes. <laughs> you're you right. Can, you're right. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm gonna take care of the email for this week. So you don't run out of words. Hillary <laughs> takes care of me when I order a gi that doesn't fit. Mm. She yeah. takes I can care. find the words for, like, nice emails and whatnot. Yeah, and the gi doesn't not fit because of... No, it's because me, it's because for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Well, I don't know what body type you are, but it's definitely not Gibbon. Hobbit. Not, not off the shelf. Hobbit uh, <laughs> body type, I would Small say. Child. Bespoke. Yeah, so, yeah, like kind of a bigger Like, like not quite an adult. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, toddler. Yeah. I can do a toddler. Man-child size. Giant head. 
when we tra- we traveled last year, we went to Asia. Uh, we visited my friend in Seoul, and we went to Guam first. So I packed for Guam, which was going to be warm. But then when we got to Seoul, it was still like fall, and it was like cold. Hmm. So I'm like, oh, I was talking to my friends. Like, you I like a hoodie on. He said, like, you didn't bring a jacket? It's cold out, man. I was like, no, I bring a jacket. I'll just buy one off the shelf. He just looked at me. He's like, dude, you're in Asia. You're like a triple XL off the shelf. <laughs> you're not going to find anything that fits you. So yeah. he had to like give me one of his jackets. I was like, oh. <laughs> Did you find a jacket? He gave me one. Oh, he I gave could me, have right. found one. Like, yeah. he wasn't kidding. Yeah. I was putting, like, the, the Asian double XLs. I was like... Yeah. <laughs> when you're smiling, you can shop in the kids section. <laughs> yeah. Just a little tip for all you listeners out there. You have kids. Yeah, you should. Cheaper. Everything's cheaper, yeah, right? It's cheaper. I don't know. You go to the buffet. Yeah. You know, one, of, one, of my, one of my best friends used to fight Roosterweight. And I don't like he would buy like all the kids and like on sale like all the kid like the biggest kid size. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, four totally. bucks, four bucks. You guys make my uh, you make my favorite gi. A two husky. More, it's <laughs> uh, panda armor A two. I don't go okay. husky. I just okay. go regular A two. Yeah, the panda. We just, get, we just got just more in. A little right now. We just got more in, but you yeah. Did? The Panda Armor is my favorite gi. It's like a 2,000 weave, right? It's like 950 GSM. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's insane. It's the it's best. Like the George... guy, when we ordered it, like the factory was like, are you sure? Yeah, you're sure. Are you sure? Because like, it's like, that's a lot of cotton. No, I mean, it's funny. It's like people, a lot of people like don't realize how heavy it is. And then the email is like, it's like I love the gi, but, but I can't train it. It's like I live in Arizona. I was like, why, why did you buy that? They're all wussies. <laughs> No, I come from the judo end, right? So that you yeah. know, so when you compete in judo, you yeah. have like this yes. Yes. armor on, right? Yes. This is the best. George can't oh, actually geez. choke me in the panda armor I... because he can't put his hand around the whole lapel. It's so awesome. Do you remember like the Adidas, hands. like the double, the double sided, like the reversible Adidas keys? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like blue on the inside, white on the outside. Yeah. Those got banned because they're so big. Like I remember, like my training partners training them. Like, I'm like, oh, I got their back, and like trying to do like clock chokes. No. And like my fingernails just bending back because I was yeah. trying to grip. I was you like, this is not worth it. That's not like when I started jujitsu. It was like there's only a few guys that made gis, and one of the first guys was like Howard Combat Kimono. Yep. Yeah, oh, man. and they used to make. I still have that key right? from night from 1999. I still have it. It's like that thing will never rip. No. Like I can't wear it because it's like double weave. It's like that thick. Yep. Put it on, and you're like, oh, this thing weighs like. That's one of those things you can like set down and yeah. like lean against something. Yeah, like, it doesn't yeah, it will. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't fold. It's crazy. I don't see what the but problem yeah, is here. I also have a lightweight. Those I have, are indestructible. I have uh, a couple of lightweights from you guys too, which I wear on like days like today. But yeah, oh, I just love that thing, man. Awesome. I feel like I'm going to war, you know. Armor. <clears throat> and you guys are awesome. Like I ordered so at pans this year. I was freaking out before like the thing. I was a little maybe heavy. So I was trying to, I was scrambling to try to find something. Believe it or not, uh, George was heavy. I was heavy for where yeah, I compete I at, you know. He was competing in the uh, children's. So. <laughs> they won't let me compete in the children's <laughs> division. <laughs> so I tried. Yeah, I did. That was like, they, they made me fight yeah, the adults. Yeah, that sucks when you lose. Yeah, to kids, because some kids are good, good too. Yeah, kids are getting good. No, they're tough. Uh, but you guys were super fast and like... Uh, and I and I had a sizing issue of my own doing for sure. And you guys were super helpful, so I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. Um, so this thing, are you still doing like sambo? I'm trying to. Uh, I really. I'm wanna... intrigued by this man. I really so, am. I became really good friends with uh, Riley Bodycom. Oh, nice. So I went to one of his camps. He's like, "Oh, we're gonna play Magic the Gathering later." I was like, "Did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> you like grappling and magic?" So he, I mean, we've been traveling. We tra- uh, we ended up traveling with him for a little bit when he did Polaris last year. We traveled around like uh, the UK with him. He was doing seminars. Uh, we ended up cornering him for his fight. 
and I, we've been going to like a lot of his camps, and he he really wants to grow some in the U.S. and he one of the things he's been doing he started his own league, right. and like with all his friends that have gyms all over. And Are they talking he, about magic or BJJ right now? Sambo. <laughs> Sambo. We're talking about Sambo. <laughs> so he, one of the things about sports Sambo that throws a lot of people off, especially the jiu-jitsu guys, is no chokes. Right. So he added chokes into the system, into his rule, his rule system. Sports Sambo is basically throws and... and no, I mean, blocks, it's, right? it's very similar to judo. Uh, so like instead of an epon, there's an eight-point scoring system. If I get to eight points, it's total victory. If I throw you from my feet and it's a big throw and I stay on my feet, it's eight points and it's over. If it's a big throw but I roll I roll through or I go or I go to my knees, it's gonna be four points, okay? And then I can get points for pinning. If I pin you for long enough, I'm gonna get four points. I can only get four points for pinning, and then you add those up. If I get to eight, it's like a it's like eight zero I win or ten two I win. Like it has to be an eight point differential. And there's arm bars, shoulder locks. Calf cranks, knee bars, and straight, straight ankle locks. No doll holds, no heel hooks, which is a pretty common misconception. No heel hooks. No heel hooks. There's reaping, but there's no heel hooks. So uh, huh. bo- bo- both George and I come from the judo, not not so deep as, as you guys. But uh, which, yeah, uh, I roll with a friend of mine locally, too. And he's also a judo guy. When you put the hold down back into the, the, yeah. the mix, yeah. it changes everything. Because when, yeah. I, when I play jiu-jitsu, I, I'm going to... Yeah. Relax a lot yeah, on my yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah. you get side control. I'm gonna find a spot. That's the thing is like people. I love that. I love that. Get out of there right now. Pinning is a great equalizer in skill level. Yeah. Really if is. if like you mess up and like I jump on top of you and yeah. I'm just like all I'm doing, all I have to do is hold you down. Yeah. Is a completely different sport. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know you so well on this, but but for those who are who are uh, who, who haven't looked at the picture yet. It's it, you must really like holding people down. <laughs> I mean, whose who's words are you yeah, we're taking? You say you look very technical. No, you know, you're, yeah. you're a fucking monster. It's like you're telling the story from your point of view. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I didn't bring him last else. time. By yeah. the way, you know what I mean. But, I left him home no, last but, time. Um, <laughs> no, no I, sure. I agree with you for sure. But it's it, the other thing is like it. It opens if. I can relax in side control. Be like, okay, I gave up three points. Yeah, I can relax here and I have time to work out. Versus, okay, I'm getting pinned. If I, if I don't get out, I'm gonna lose this You're match. You're gonna lose it now, right? Yeah. A lot of things open up. Yeah. Because I'm gonna have to expose myself mm-hmm. to get out. I might get caught in an armbar or a choke or whatever on my way out. Versus in jujitsu, it's like, okay, I'm gonna sit here and slowly work my way out. Or you, do, nothing, or you can wait for someone else to There's no slowly wait, yeah. work your way out of anything in Sambo. You either... Because you, like judo, you have limited ground time. Yeah. So it makes it for a very entertaining uh, tournament to watch because there's no stalling. Right. There's very little stalling. And there's yeah. like fast-paced action. Uh, actually, I traveled with Riley to the Pan Americans. I, I got to go to Paraguay with him. And I ended up being the unofficial U.S. team uh, translator uh-huh. because <laughs> none of the U.S. guys that went. And then like the coaches are Russian. And like one, one guy from Philly, uh, no one spoke like a lick of Spanish. And we were in Paraguay when I was in the capital, but no one really spoke English. Like even the guys in the hotel who spoke English were like barely, like changing the hotel room was like a shore mm. and stuff like that. So I was translating the entire week and I got to see like, you know, uh, it was very cool to see like Argentina, Argentina has like a very deep like judo culture. So that's Cuba. 
So then, like those those countries, like the the representatives were like very deep into like throwing, and then the Brazilian guys is like, oh, they crushed them with jiu-jitsu guys, or they have better groundwork than some guys. Um, Venezuela has had a, like a, a, a like a national sambo team for a long time, I mean, like that Russian communist connection. Yeah, 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 totally. So they had like a, a very deep like sambo team. So it was cool. It was cool to watch the different the different. Uh, uh, like styles and stuff and it was a really cool tournament it was just like just lots of action and like even uh, a few years ago uh, these guys had like a tournament in um, right outside of Philadelphia I forget the town it was called Rice and I remember like me and me and Hillary was right right around the time Hillary like was injured so we I remember Hillary was walking around crutches in the tournament and just like local guys uh, like same, same thing it was like a lot it was actually like the rest were Russian Part of it, like you know, Fias Federate Fias is a, like the IBJJF sambo, and like very good, very good uh, referees, like experienced referees from like you know, international level tournaments, and they were like coaching a lot of these guys that were like the first time that did uh, a sambo tournament. And back then, like they changed the rule since, but you couldn't do close guard. So let's say I got double leg, I could I can't wrap my legs around you. I can like spin and go for an arm bar, but like wrapping your legs around a person uh, was like against the rules back then so this big Russian guy was like walking around like slapping people in the knees to like open their legs up oh, the yeah, yeah. guys like yeah. not this move <laughs> not this move <laughs> uh, it was cool you can do the leg scissor takedown in yeah. Sambo right I saw I've seen that in a lot of videos yep there's a lot of, there's a lot of dynamic entries what happens a lot is like, unlike judo, judo judo is very straight with like what grips you can have mm-hmm. I believe actually they're changing the rules again yep. they're getting a little, a little less strict right? a, little, a little less strict was like it was way too much Meanwhile, Sambo, like you have one, you have uh, the jacket is designed a little bit different. It has like an extra grip, has like that extra, it's called the epithet. Yeah. So you have like an extra grip on the jacket on the shoulder. And once you have those, like you can get like very dominant grips, like two hands on one side, hand on the shoulder and the lapel, like all these crazy grips are really hard to break over the shoulder on the belt, the Georgian grip. So if you get an out gripped in Sambo, like you're going to get dumped in your head. And yeah. like there's like, so what happens is, Guys are either going to go for a sacrifice throw or do a dynamic entry into a leg lock. Because if they don't do that, they might miss, but if they don't do that, they're going to get dumped on their head. So that's why, like, that's another reason it's, like, very fun to watch because like, you're like, oh, this guy's about to get thrown, this guy's about to get thrown, and then, like, the guy just slides into an E-bar and, like, you know, wins the match. We were just riding up, and so I've been doing judo. I've been trying to do judo once a week, you know, going cool. back in, working on my judo. And- what are you working on? What's your, what's your throw right now? Uh, fo- I'm trying to just get good at foot sweeps. Nice. Right? I'm trying to like, That's a good move because jiu-jitsu guys suck at it. Right. That's what, well, so I'm trying to focus on the things that I think will I'll be able to do in a, in a jiu-jitsu competition. It just got real, people. It did just it, get real. It just got real. We've been waiting for you. We were looking for you. This podcast just got a whole lot better looking. Yes. <laughs> the beer is in the room. Eric Bydark, everyone. What's going on? Take that. Come on up. in. Come on in. Get, get, get comfy up in there. Getting close. So we're talking takedowns, man. Oh, and here you come. Takedowns. That's why he showed up. Oh, we actually we got we got a big announcement. Oh sweet. Let's hear it. Eric Bydark is actually filming a DVD on um No Monday. Way. Yeah. Awesome. How crazy. I'm gonna get dumped in my head like two hundred times. <laughs> are, are you gonna do okay? Yeah, we'll nice go. work. Are you gonna be putting it on laser disc? Yeah, definitely Laserdisc. No, VHS. VHS, eight track. Mac, can you give the official plug, please? The official plug. So it's going to be an Artichoke product. I think we talked about those last podcast. Yeah, probably. Yep, we did. So it's going to be a digital product online. It'll have the the setup where you can load it on any kind of device with internet connection, and then it's going to be 
there'll be video, as you'd expect, but there'll also be the looped animations. Of the GIFs, if you will. Yeah, GIFs. Be, I think we're actually trying to upgrade. HTML5? To HTML5. But so you take the, the nurse in the room just went. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully we can do that. It's just some technology stuff to sort out. But then you end up with like, it's laid out like a book or like an ebook online kind of. And then to, as you navigate through and you read the chapters and the pages, you get the text that you'd expect like from the old fashioned jujitsu books or it has an introduction. But then you get all the little three angles of the move, three or four angles to really? see it. Yeah. And it's like on loop. No instruction, like no pause, just like how it would be done. And then after all that, you can watch the actual video streaming. Oh, like Eric's teaching. And actually, I just finished the book edits for my book. That's right, on the drive here. On the drive here. So we'll you guys are making stuff happen. Yeah. It's the, mul- the multiple angle thing, it's, so this comes out, it's an application in the end. In, it's just a website, really. It's, like, you don't have I mean. to download stuff at app. Yeah, right. so yeah. it runs like an app in the sense that you load it on your iPhone or your iPad sure. or your computer. And then it will be, it'll, you know, like every website does these days, it will look best at whatever, you know, like it will change itself to be like an app on a phone. Right, it's good. It's going to set up dynamically. But you have, you're telling me you have multiple angles. So it sounds like fancy technology. It's called doing it three times. Yeah. No, I understand. <laughs> but to the, but to someone who's watching that, that's my number one issue with, uh, with dealing with, especially from for standing stuff. Yes. Yes. So Which you, is you get in that one thing. You say, well, how does it look from that angle, the yeah. POV? Yeah, yeah. So you'll get it from the left, the right, and the front. And if there's a, if there's another fourth good angle, we'll get that one too. Yep. And and then what? From the knee. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I mean, it, it looks different watching somebody than mm-hmm. when you do it yourself, right? Yeah. So the more angles, the better. Yeah. And that's, that's something that you're just not going to see on a, on a regular... Yeah, so credit goes to Marshall Carper, who's... Um, the Cauliflower. Cauliflower Chronicles with his book. At M. Carper. <laughs> Marsh.al is his website. He, he got it. Let's give it the Marsh. sites, not the emails, yeah. please. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Send him an email. Not, no, he's, not blowing, he's like, that's his Twitter. That's his Twitter. Okay, yeah. Oh, good. Right. Yeah, don't, don't blow up. Don't tell us emails. what to do. Right? I'm sorry. Sorry we docs Marshall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who brought the fun, please? Yeah, dude. That's yeah. why I didn't bring him last time. I I'm telling you. I guess there really is no reason why you can't dox Marshall, whoever Marshall is. But go ahead. He's <laughs> <laughs> the address. He wants to be famous. No. So when's this, uh, when's this coming out? So he's filming his just like a week from now. Uh... How soon that comes out just depends on how quickly we get all the edits and the writing. And, and Henry has a little book cover. And that? I'm still waiting for the image for your book cover. Not kidding me. Sent you multiple Uh-oh. messages. Yeah, let's... Yeah, like, oh, great. George, talk about food. <laughs> I like food. I like food. Uh, <laughs> Nelson should be out soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's the name of the book? From Chile with Love? Or do we yes. Love? I think we came up with this in the last podcast. I say, think say, it was say it, say oh, it again a little us, slower. Uh, from Chile with Love. With, I'm from Chile. If anyone so get I'll put it in English. <laughs> from Chile with love. Yes, you got it. Right. <laughs> Merch. Merch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, American. It's a play on the Thank James Bond from Russia with love. Because you do a bunch of yes, Russian. Yes, yes. That, yeah. that came through right away. Yeah. So, uh, also, Eric, what's the name of your book? Shotless Takedowns. Ah, nice. Because nice. Once, once, you, crawl, when you, when you turn 18... Your knees don't like shooting anymore. Yeah. My toes hurt. I'm tired of smashing into people. So let's take the best parts and use those. Shotless takedowns. Yeah. Yes. Because a lot of times when people start learning about wrestling, they should become obsessed with their penetration step and shooting. 
and use probably because they're learning from some guy who's done this since he was three. Yeah, so the, the guy who's teaching them has sixteen thousand reps on this. Yeah, and like you know, these guys do it like ten times, and then they're like, "I can't get it." It's like, "Yeah, you're not getting it." <laughs> well, this goes all the way over to it goes right to a jujitsu class. I mean, when it's that night, I come in, I'm like, "God oh, damn it," because like I'm just not gonna do. I'm, I'm ancient. I'm not gonna do like. No. 40 penetration steps. It's just not going to happen. This knee will fall right off. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, are we going to have the front headlock uh, involved in this? Can we? Can, can I make it work? <laughs> right? I love that. I'm a big front headlock. Uh, yeah. You changed my life, Will Eric. we find out or not? Do we throw some teasers out there? I have yeah, teasers. Go for it. Tell, we do? tell them. Teasers, Tell dude. There's going to be a little of the front headlock. Yes. You know, my, my favorites from there that are going to work for everybody. Yes. That aren't going to require you to bend in bad positions and things well, of George, that nature. George has to reach up to front headlock anybody anyway. It's true. He's even a, even yeah. a featherweight. They're always yeah. taller than me. Yeah. Um, but, I, man, ever since so last year, I've been I've been training a lot of wrestling. Um, nice. I've been very lucky and, like, been able to train with some really good wrestlers. Yeah. Um, we've had Lee Janes. Um, who was like bronze medalist at the world Crazy, right? two years yeah. ago, um, and a whole bunch of other awesome wrestlers. And so, yeah, man, I'm trying to keep my end up of the end up of the bargain. You know, the problem a lot of times with really good wrestlers is that they don't remember <laughs> the baby steps because, like he said, they started the penetration step at three. You know, that's they would do that at home watching Vision Quest while crying about losing their last Vision tournament Quest. for hours. So that's the culture that it comes from. So you really got to be able to take it back to 12,000 B.C. when we were just trying to push each other over to get some food. All right. Or the 80s in Pennsylvania. Or the 80s. <laughs> some good years. Kerry Colot. Wrestling for that last stake on the farm. Right. Kerry Colot. Yeah, he was, he was on the team with me. Can you put it around like your, your upbringing in the PAs? Coming up hard. Coming up hard. Yeah. Where did you wrestle in college? I wrestled at Lock Haven University in Pennsylvania. For those that don't... Did you grow up in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I grew up in Athens, Pennsylvania and wrestled my high Except school Except Pennsylvania. Some say the better Athens. Yeah. It's, uh, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It was everything you'd expect white small town America to be. It was a kid rock video. Yeah. It really was. American flags, mullets... Quads. Quads. When did you start wrestling? I didn't start until I was in eight, the end of eighth grade. What? I was young. I was a quiet, shy kid, and I was always doing the farm work. And, you know, my brother joined wrestling, and they started beating the crap out of me. And all of my friends had always wrestled. They always wanted me to. And finally, I gave in and went for it. Terrifying. <laughs> Did you guys meet my friend Devin? He's teach. He taught here. Uh, so I know you got. Yeah, like, he's got a funny, uh, funny like first day of wrestling story where like in our area there's like a family that were like in Maine that were like the kings of wrestling, and one of their daughters was like she was a savage, and uh, I think she made Devin cry on his first day of wrestling, and that was it. He never went he never back went to back wrestling. Him. Now he's fighting in the UFC, yeah, but. Uh, Life-changing moment. Life-changing moment. <laughs> yeah, I, I was telling, I was telling Hillary, Hillary was laughing you, so I was telling her, but like she was, uh, when when Eric teaches, we try to like help out at the big camps. There's like a hundred people like never learned wrestling before, <laughs> so we're walking around teaching, helping Eric teach. So I was telling Hillary, like I remember, I have like this memory of uh, going to summer tournaments in New Jersey for the wrestling when I was wrestling in high school, and there's this kid that was like at every tournament with his mom. 
and in between rounds, the mom would coach him, coach him on what he did wrong. And I, I, I just have like this vivid memory of like this like tiny little blonde woman, like maybe like you know late thirties, early forties, like you know, like kicking like sandals off, walking on the mat, and showing like headlocking her kid. Yes, <laughs> because like he like headlocked him because he missed the pin from a headlock and got rolled over and got pinned. So he's like teaching him like you know how to pin from the headlock and like. Couldn't even like put it out once he was in the garage. Just like had lock him down <laughs> to demonstrate, and everybody was like, "What just happened? Uh, where is that kid now?" I, yeah, I have no idea. But I was telling Hillary, "I like, guarantee you, he's now. not wrestling." So I was telling exactly. Hillary, "He's like, right. we all know that's gonna be you." <laughs> no, no, don't do that to the kid. No, oh, no, let the little guy figure it out. When did you move to America? Uh, I moved to the United States in 2001, February 2001. Flew into JFK. Well, how old were you? I was 14. I had uh, the school year in Chile ends in December, so I like just finished the eighth grade in Chile, and then I had to go back to the eighth grade in the United States. I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna get six months off. Yeah. Where in Chile are you from? Uh, I, I was born in the south of Chile, in this little town called Chillán. Actually, my family has like a farm in Quinchamalí. Yeah. The farm used to be huge, not as big anymore, but. Uh, we grew up there, and then my, my dad came moving uh, up north for work. We lived in this little beach town called La Serena. Uh, weather is very similar to San Francisco. I love. It's like seventy year year round. Like I only own a jacket for when we went to visit grandma in the south. Huh. Chile is one of my favorite places, man. I love it. I yeah. mean, it, like when I went there, I was like, this reminds me of Colorado so much. Like, yeah, except without the everywhere. people. Yeah, you know, it was like less people and yeah. beautiful. And where uh, did you go? Um, I mean, I went to Santiago. I flew in there and stayed there for a while, so for work. And then we went south to Balmaceda and okay. Chacabuco. Chacabuco, and, and, uh, Ooh, look at you! Like, in, you in, guys, you got to the real country. Yeah, man, I loved it. Like, it was a great. Like, man, all the like, I'm trying to speak Spanish, and my Spanish is horrible. And these little old ladies are drinking mate, and like, it was just the, like Literally. the best here. Yeah, it was the best, man. I had a, I had a great time. <laughs> I loved it. Um, like we went to the big park. You know, there's a big park, yeah. uh, national park down there. That it was amazing. Yeah, volcanoes. Yeah. Um, Lots of that. And actually, jujitsu is uh, it's getting big. Is uh, all the all, all the major cities have a team? Uh, Santiago has like a few black belts. A few Brazilian guys are starting to like, stay there. And like in the south, uh, I love like the first black belts actually from the south of Chile. And we are we're gonna. One of my cousins is getting married in December, so we're actually gonna fly all the way south to Punta Arenas. Yeah, that's like the I very. Think I've been there. I that's the very there. last city before you reach Penguin Land in Antarctica. Right. So we're gonna go there and like you know drive up north. Actually, like we we're hoping to rent a car. And I was like, okay, like I was like when like the AVs on the Hertz website. I was like, okay, I wanna. Rent the car here and return it up north. They're like, what? They're like, okay, rental is three hundred dollars for like that amount of days. One way fee is two thousand dollars. <laughs> right. So I gotta like, get it back. Is that like, okay? Drive up there and go let me let me X this yeah. out before anything happens. Yeah. 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 Um, I feel like I have this memory. Maybe it's not even real, but like when we flew into, is Balmaceda have an airport, or is there? We flew into some airport down south, okay. and like. There was like a old burnt out airplane off the runway on the side, and I was like, "Holy shit, where am I going?" Yeah, I don't know, you know what you mean. I don't know, but it was going down to that um, to the national park. Okay, um, are you talking Torres del Paine? 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I was so there I was used like to go, three peaks. In the I know. Yeah, like I know. Like that's Fitz, Fitzroy and stuff, maybe around there or no. Um, I don't know, <laughs> but I, so I used to go to uh, <laughs> Fitzroy. I was like, that sounds very Chilean. Yeah, but I think that yeah, uh, it's, it's in Ireland. Yeah, Bioshock is gone. Yeah, don't. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I did love it, and it's a great place, man. Mm-hmm. And I love, I do love Chile. Um, what? Um, oh yeah, cool. So I think we got to wrap this up because we got classes going on. Yes, um, class you started. Um, what are you guys up to? What do you guys got coming up? Anything exciting you want to tell the world? Obviously, we got we got videos. Number of products coming. Craziness. Artichoke Media. Artichokemedia.com. And we in Gear finally finished moving to the new warehouse. Uh, we're like we got a little behind on orders while the warehouse was <laughs> being set up, but everything should be back to normal. And we really uh, we got a shipment in. So by the time this comes out, oh. All our light pearl geese will be back in stock and Fantastic. panda armor. Super, my favorite, the big panda armor. The big panda armor will be back in stock. So That's great. And check it out. Brad Soulcraft. Yeah, we're just uh, in our new space. So if you're ever in the New Haven area in Connecticut, come visit us, soulcraftbjj.com. Yeah, it's, it's not lip service. It's a fantastic place, and I know, and Brad's just and amazing. I was yeah. just there. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. You're always welcome. So sweet. It's and uh, other than that, just uh, working on our next camp. Jiu-Jitsu in Paradise. BJJ in Paradise. Which is glorious. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. We'll do it again next year. Round yes, three. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Right Thank roll. you. Thank you, guys. Take down Nation. Take down Nation. Did yes. It. Did it.